welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Living with a Disability No Big Deal podcast. Our guests today are Greg Ball and Tyler Anderson, and uh, we're going to be talking about the I'll let Greg say it. The topic today is hyperbaric oxygen therapy, HBOT, HBOT for short, relates, uh, I mean, some people have called it the hyperbaric chamber, I think I've ever heard it referred to. Yes. And our and Tyler, actually, Anderson is a retired Marine vet that uh, served abroad, and he also, uh, Brad, I don't even know if you know this, but a former employee of Rolleramp. Tyler worked for Roller Ramp under was did headed up some veterans programs in the past. Oh. So Tyler has gotten involved, it seems, with the HBOT therapy. And so today we thought that would be a good subject to talk about, Brad. Well, it's it sounds very interesting. How are you doing, yeah. Tyler? I'm always good. Always right. excellent. Excellent. I think we wanted to kind of just start probably by the listeners kind of trying to understand this whole, what is this thing? So can you give us a little bit of the history and background on hyperbaric oxygen therapy? Who was developed for, what was it used for? Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, developed by a British physician named Nathaniel Henshaws in dates back roughly to 16... 62, uh, he created an airtight chamber called a domicilium in which the atmosphere could be compressed and decompressed using oxygen, bellows, and valves. Originally developed, to my knowledge, it was developed for bridge building, for when the divers would surface too fast and develop bends. Mm. The bends, also known as decompression sickness, is a condition that occurs in scuba, diver, scuba divers when dissolved gases, mainly nitrogen, come out of the solution in the blood stream, forming gas bubbles in the circulation. This, co- this is caused by rapid pressure changes in air. Hmm. Or pressure in the water, underwater also, obviously. Oh, yeah. Did I read, too, where it had been used for in NASA? for astronauts well, that, absolutely uh, that it's to train it's to train anyone uh on how to deal with pressure and 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 i believe that's how they use it there is to like because i would assume that it's to replicate the the pressure changes when going to space and i know oh, that sure. the doctor at the fargo clinic worked worked with he was a naval naval physician that did had a history in hyperbarics i believe he had a lot to do with that that nasa and stuff like that i guess oh sure well you mentioned pressure and pressurizing depressurizing does the person feel the actual pressure raising in the chamber yeah yeah it's like it's like flying in a in an airplane 
if you if if everybody knows what that's like it's it your ears pop some people it's more comfort less comfortable than others you know i mean mm-hmm. you have to chew gums i mean to give you, you cannot more. chew gum in there in case something did happen then you know that's a choking hazard yeah, but yeah. no you can blow your you can blow your nose into your blanket i do that uh, a thing with my jaw where i open it really really wide and it pops my ears oh sure yeah i just hold my nose in the airplane and yeah and then depressurize them or whatever I'm doing to it. Yeah, and it pops them for you. It's just a matter of, you know, if you don't just like I've slept through it before. Okay. Like that when they when they un when they come down and I mean it's 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 not painful to me, I guess. It's just so it's my, not really a painful so much you know, as you I might mean it feel could I imagine it could be depending effects. on your tolerance for pain or you know what I mean? Like I don't think it's a big deal, but some people have really a uh, hard time popping their ears, so Oh, sure. So that would probably be the one symptom that people may feel discomfort with would be the ear deal. They do give you water and stuff in like a water bottle to to drink in there, but that's it. Because, and you have to get completely naked and then put on scrubs. Yeah, and then that's what you go in. Just scrubs and a water bottle. At least in the Fargo clinic, I don't know. I can't speak for any others, but so there's you don't get snacks, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's off the table. No, that's off the table. Now they do have glucose tablets for people who are diabetic, or oh, sure. even regular people. If your blood sugar is low, they have a reason to test your blood sugar. Like if you're a diabetic, if yeah, and 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 stuff like that, and you it is low. They they have you take glucose tablets. Yeah. Is there like, can you watch TV and different things? Yes, absolutely. That's one thing that, because I'm a bit claustrophobic myself. I, I was really worried about it and it, it wasn't nearly what I thought as bad as I thought it would be. It's a, it's a humongous tube. You know, you can, I can almost sit up in it and I'm six foot tall. Oh, sure. So it's not like an MRI tube. No, no, no. no. It's all clear. (laughs) And I it's get all claustrophobic clear. in those things. It's literally like a test tube. It's all clear. Oh, that wouldn't. You can see out. Yeah. And, and then there's, so they slide a, a rack, oh, a, a gurney, I guess. We call them racks in the military. But it slides, it goes from this, from uh, one of those like hospital bed, you know. Oh, with, yeah. And, and then it slides off like like it would onto an MRI, but it's it just slides off. and then And then you lay down and. The TV is facing facing down like like it's on the ceiling, kind of. Oh, sure. You just lay there, and they have flicks, and you just pick what you want to watch, and it's got speakers in the chamber, and you just watch whatever you want. Taylor, I have so, a question. Taylor, I have a question for you. I didn't mm-hmm. mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. No. But how did you get involved with the I, iBot program? How did you get involved? Well, well, initially, it was from my... Um, I was I was at the the VA and I had seen I can't say who it was or anything because it's probably against their protocol but we we knew each other and they they know they knew what I was going through and what I'd go through you know and they said you got to give this place a call you got to give this place a call I said okay yeah yeah and they go no you got to call right now like I want to watch you call and so to appease them I called made an appointment and it got covered actually through the Dakota Medical Foundation. 
was running a study, a TBI study. So I, I'd gotten in that way. And I mean, basically like probably, I mean, it's hard for me to recall exactly when, but I mean, it was the first few treatments I could notice a difference. And there, like, I, I actually believe in that place so much. I started working there. I worked there for months and then I don't know, it just, you know, I mean, sometimes things don't, don't work out right, but it was that no, it was my issue. Not that, not, not there. They, they were amazing, hmm. amazing folks. Like I just noticed. And what they do that in the Fargo clinic is they have this eye test, right? That, that it measures like it micro movements in your eye. Mm-hmm. Right. So it has, you do all these things with your eyes, like look, right. And then it gives you a score and then you, you do, as you do treatments, they'll, they'll have you take the test. And I mean, mine, I, I probably improved, you know, three times as much as I, I mean, like I tripled what I, how, how well I did. In the eye test? Yeah. In the, yeah, it's basically, it's one of the, because feeling is relative. You know what I mean? I mean, how do you feel, Greg? Someone that feels the exact same way as you could say, great. You could say horrible, you know, and this is a way to measure it. The, the, the best way that they really have to measure it from a non, non partial way of measuring it, you know, analytical uh, an analytical way of measuring. Analytical. Yeah. Yeah. Measuring the success, Tyler, of the, of the the progress, the success. Yeah. Is that right? With an eye test. And the, there's this optometrist that works there. His name is Dr. Bieberdorf, but this guy has worked with many professional athletic teams. Like, uh, I believe he, who did he work with? Athletics. But he just training that, that they do. Mm-hmm. And it helped. In the example he gave me, it was, it helped batters hit the ball and locate the ball in the sky. Oh yeah, quicker. yeah. They can track the ball better, Tyler. Quicker, yeah, and, and and quicker. And tracking it, the ball's track speed is urgent. And, and they measure they measure reaction, like the way your eye reacts, mm-hmm. like how quickly. Like if there's a dot over here, and you're looking over there, oh how long gosh. does it take for your eye to get to track to that dot? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that's kind of hard to follow, but well, yeah. I they have it. I've seen in our in eye tests. You put your eyes up to this thing, your right eye first, and then they that's what it's called put these little they put these little blinking dots and you're supposed to push the button as soon as you see the blinking dot, although it doesn't track your eye speed, it tracks your peripheral vision. Oh, okay. That's you know what, what it's I mean? called actually. It's called it's called the right eye test. The right eye test, okay. Yeah. It's neat. That's for sure. It's, it's neat. And it's, and it, but I've also seen in my experience, I've seen people go there at, with an absolute terrible attitude. You know what I mean? And you get what you put into it. You know what I mean? And they do one treatment. They expect to either be healed or it's, which, you know what I mean? It's, it's not. So it's expectations, not expectations can sometimes be unreasonable when you no, don't go in with that, an open mind. Well, yeah, expectations, honestly, I've, I've, I've almost every patient that I have ever seen, their expectations have been, been attained and then some by a That's lot. Right. Absolutely. Right. Almost everyone 
in my experience, now that I don't work there anymore, I can, I can say every single, almost every single person I ever talked to said it works. Well, let's, let's get back to a little bit about how long does the average treatment take once you describe this chamber that that varies and you see that, that, that varies basically what what happens is when you get there you have to first things first you have a, a doctor's appointment with the doctor right and then in that appointment they go over your condition any other condition you may have medical history all this stuff to not only pick out the proper treatment plan for you but mm -hmm. figure out if, if maybe hyperbaric oxygen therapy is not something for you. Like if you have a, a specific condition in which they don't recommend hyperbaric oxygen therapy, such as like seizure disorders and stuff like that. It's not to say that they won't. It's a case by case basis. I can't really say generally for it's 60 to 90 minutes. Once you get in, once you're in, but then you got to get, you got to, if you want to talk about the whole ordeal, I mean, the first visit's obviously the longest because you got to meet with the doctor, then you have to get dressed, then you have to get in. But once you get in, it's 60 to 90 minutes, depending on the condition you're there for. Because usually, generally, it's shorter, it's a shorter time frame when you're talking about like things like brain injuries. Whether, whereas say a muscle tear, that would be a longer time span. And if it's in the nor longer time span, you would likely have to take oxygen breaks, which means that you would, you would breathe for five minutes twice, two different oxygen breaks. Like if you went for, for 90 minutes, two oxygen breaks, and you have to breathe basically air that has the regular amount of oxygen like we breathe like we're breathing right now like a breathing apparatus that you, you take oxygen in from like, like a tube like oh, like a mask okay. you know oh, sure. while, okay. you're, while you're in the chamber yep Tyler yeah what's the average investment knowing that 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 no two people respond the same you know what's the average investment time or money uh, both. Well, money is, it varies. That varies. It's, these are hard questions to answer because there's really no average. It depends on what you, it's all about the patient. If the patient's seeing progress, they, you know, I mean, I guess it's all up to the patient, but I would treat until I don't see progress anymore, I guess. But it's, it, it's something between the doctor and the, and the, and the patient, but generally they like to do roughly I don't know, depending on what, but 40 treatments per, I mean, I guess I'd just throw out an average there. 41 hour, like depends on what you're there for though. If you're there for a brain condition, like, like a traumatic brain injury, or you're there for radiation ulcers or, or, you know what I mean? Just stuff. What's, what is the average cost of a, of a, of a treatment? I mean, what, what is the average cost? Uh, I believe it's like 150 to $300, I believe, per treatment. Okay. You, can't, you can't go every day, correct? You can, actually. They, when I went, I went twice a day. 
And they like, they like when they do it, they want you to do it as, as consistently as possible. So say I had 40 treatments, they'd want me to go twice a day mm. for as many, which, which that's a, that's a pretty hefty, uh, in time investment for say somebody with a, with a job, but, or a career, but trust me, it's worth it. I mean, I've done it. I've been in the chamber for probably 72 hours total. And wow. And it, it really works. What types of conditions does the therapy apply to our effective healing? Does it, does it help with migraines, for example? I've got a list here of, I could, there's no way I could remember all the. Quite a few conditions, it sounds like, nonetheless. It's a lot, but, but there's 13 conditions that are approved by the FDA, which means there's 13 conditions that are covered by insurance that can be not, I'm not saying will be because okay. obviously the insurance company has the power to do whatever they want. But, um, and those conditions are air or gas embolism, carbon monoxide poisoning, gas gangrene, cr uh, crush injury, compartment syndrome, and other acute ischemias, decompression sickness, enhancement of healing, and, and what that enhancement of healing would mean would mean healing of any wound whatsoever. Like there's a lot of wounds like diabetic, like they get people get ulcers on the bottoms of their feet that just don't oh, heal. Oh, sure, sure. And, and that, we, they see a lot of that at, at, in Fargo. But intracranial abscess, necrotizing soft tissue infections, or necro fasciitis. Yeah, that um, means the tissue's dying. Yep, yep. I've, wow. seen that. I've seen that. That's pretty um, powerful if it works on decomposing, you know, flesh. Osteomyelitis, uh, delayed radiation injury, skin grafts or flaps, and thermal burns. Oh, and oh my does God. It, it helps on my, migraines and muscle spasticity are often considered an off-label treatment. And even, oh, wow. though, and even though they are not FDA approved, there are clinics that have seen success with these conditions. Okay, but they might, they might not be covered in their insurance. Oh, it'd be out of pocket. It'd be out of pocket, but I mean, in my, in my case, I, I, there, there was a medical grant in my case. I mean... Well, it sounds, uh, Tyler, like it meant it actually calls out migraine as well as spasticity yes. in the off-label treatments. So, Brad, spasticity is right up your alley. Those, those migraines. Those of you here, who don't and know. Off, and and a, my, your migraine, I don't know. If, I'm not a doctor, so, but that could be, you know, you don't know what's causing what. Brains are, you know, bodies are so complicated and but um there's a lot of off-label uses and those uses uh and worldwide we're talking we're talking when we say fda that this is the united states obviously i mean israel is a big one all these countries they're they're treating a bunch of stuff with it but because we don't have any any long-term long-standing data to look back on the fda kind of I mean, it's hard to get it FDA approved. Oh, it limits uh, it. Limits the yeah, hugely. But off-label uses in the U.S. and worldwide include uh, brain injury, concussion, TBI, brain injuries, 
PTSD, stroke, coma, dementia, depression, arthritis, autism, post-operative healing, migraines, metabolic syndrome, neuropathy, Bell's palsy, spinal cord injuries, peripheral nerve damage, bone fractures, organ transplants, muscle injuries, infections, multiple sclerosis, diabetes, Man. cancer, glaucoma, systemic shock, sickle cell disease, and rheumatic diseases. Just to name wow. a few. Wow. Yeah, I heard that spinal cord and peripheral nerve damage. I've got, with my spinal cord injury, as people know, I'm a paraplegic. I've got a T12, which is out of the middle of the back. But on one side of my body, I have what they call upper neuron damage. And upper neuron dam damage is with the central nervous system itself, the brain, the head computer. So I have less use of that side. And the other side, as what they call more peripheral nerve damage. So in other words, they're higher functioning nerves. And so I have more movement on that side. So it would well, lead was, me I to thought... believe that HBOT might help further, Absolutely. I... further uh, move that along. I recommend that everyone at least go speak with a, the physicians over there are world class. Hmm. I mean, they're the best and there's a reason, but there's well, can you tell us who the physicians are over at the, uh, is that, well, well, first are, of all, first of are, all, are there any clinics around in Fargo or? Oh, the there area? is in Fargo, the uh, Healing with Hyperbarics of North Dakota. I did look into, are there hyperbaric, hyperbaric, there's hyperbaric chambers everywhere. I had no idea how many there were. I don't know how they're used though. Like hospitals have them. A lot of hospitals have them. I mean, 19 different places in Minnesota have them. But I've never, I don't really know of any that are, a, lo a lot of those places have a, have a hyperbaric chamber on, on the premises. I don't know how they use it though. You know what I mean? But like a hyperbaric clinic, that's, that's where, I mean, I would go. I wouldn't necessarily go to a, a hospital looking for, helping this like the people at least i can only speak for fargo and they have the best like so, the best in the nation and i'm not talking and i know that's hard to believe but it's it's a fact the okay. the, 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 the the dr daphne denham who runs fargo is it's she's world renowned in in the field and she manages or owns and operates a clinic in chicago also Mm -hmm. So she's back and forth. I mean, she's the hardest working people that I've seen, but this clinic in Fargo is absolutely amazing. So and it I sounds I can't believe that we have that we have the access to stuff like that here. So it sounds like a hyperbaric clinic would be more more detailed toward that particular practice as opposed to like going to an eye doctor in the mall go to an eye doctor who actually just practices it as a profession. Yeah. More detailed and probably going to well, get and I don't know how the, I guess the, what I was getting at there is I don't know how these hospitals, these like Jamestown, there's one in Jamestown to my, my research. There's one in Jamestown. I, I never heard that, that they had one until I looked into it. Well, let's, um, Let's ask another question here, going back to that insurance, if I could. Talked about insurance and that private companies or insurance companies in general 
have the power to do what they wish, of course. Now, you had listed 13 on-label treatments. Mm -hmm. Now, if these are on-label treatments, is Medicare and Medicaid an option, would you believe, for Absolutely, those treatments? Absolutely. I can't say, like, I don't want to speak for insurance companies or anything, but yes, that's, that's what that means. If it's FDA approved, okay. generally, um, give, if you have the, all the right, you know, all the right documentation yes absolutely yeah yeah i would suppose in order to get coverage that a person would have to get actual uh, documentation to provide physicians and you know like that you need that treatment in order to yeah it's it's not just like a pill or physical therapy that they would prescribe where the insurance companies are used to seeing that every day but this is a more unique treatment. And so very unique. anytime you go unique, even if it's with a medication that's at the higher end, but you have to prove to them that you've gone through all the rest and, before and you can have those, that. It's one of those things too, that, that like, you know, there's not as much information, you know? So anytime that that happens, people are skeptical. I mean, even physicians are skeptical. Actually, I, I know of one, one case where, a physician was was very skeptical and he actually i don't know if he got hurt or what but he came and did it and it changed or his kid i think maybe even and changed everything like it changed his whole outlook he's like oh my god i cannot believe like but it worked you know so a lot of people if, if people have in my opinion people have something negative to say about it it's out of not knowing not knowing about it or not having gone through it, you know? Well, I'm, I'm sure the same applies to private insurance too, then this, as far as the qualification, the pre-approval process, yeah. I suppose, but it certainly sounds in what you're describing that it certainly would be worth someone's investment in their own time to go and explore such an opportunity that might have some benefit for them. Every, absolutely. And, and the thing is, is that it's just all about how, Whatever your ailment is, I guess, for lack of better words, it, how, how debilitating is it? How, how much of a negative effect does it have on your life? I mean, people can live their whole life with a, with a traumatic brain injury, an untreated traumatic brain injury, and probably, you know, get, get along just fine. But it's not easy. I, I mean, at least in my case, it's, it's, it's horrible. And, and, it, and it, really, it really was worth every every. every every second that that it took and it takes dedication too because i mean they would i i know that they like you to go consecutively they don't like you to go twice one day and then skip three days of course you have the power to do that because you're the patient it's your you know what i mean but i would they they i know that they like you to go consecutively and just get it get it knocked out because it has its best effect when, when it, it works its best when you do it that way. Tyler, so, so the best, if, if, I, if I wanted to go uh, check this thing out, would you recommend going, going to see that, that, that lady doctor you were talking about and seen what you talked to her about? Uh, my, like my cerebral palsy, my uh, migraine headaches and all that, uh, just to see what you would recommend? Absolutely, and and there's actually uh, Dr. Robert Bathurst is over there too, and he was the 
gentleman, I, uh, the physician I was speaking about earlier who was in the Navy, he worked with hyperbaric oxygen therapy in the military long, a, a, a long time ago, decades ago. And he, he's very, I mean, they're both, you know, second to none. You know what I mean? They're both amazing doctors. And I, yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I can't, I wouldn't, re I recommend going just because it worked for me. But to go there and speak with a doctor doesn't take much time, even, you know, giving him a call, you know, and see, and you may be saving yourself a, a, a trip, but I'm not really aware of too many things that it can't help. You know what I mean? Like there, I mean, it helps. I mean, I've seen people go from everything from, I mean, regular stuff to, to really, really not strange stuff, but like things you don't see every day. And every one of them are like, I mean, when they get, when they come there, they're just happy to be there because they know it's, it's, it's obviously working or they wouldn't be in such a good mood, you know, but even talking to them, they say, they just swear by it. A lot of people swear by it. And it, it, I, I, I just, it's hard to even for me to, 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 to put it into words because I was in really, I mean, Greg, Greg know, knew me from way back and I was, and we haven't seen each other in person in a while, but I was in rough shape and I was in even worse shape than probably he even knew about because it's when I got home that I had all the trouble or at least I didn't hide it as well. Mm. And, and it, it, it works. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've, I've been on TV saying it works. I've been, and if it can help me and I know we, we may have different, different uh, conditions, but, it can help me with with the luck I have. It can help anybody. That's for sure. Well, well, it's certainly a ringing endorsement that you give being somebody who has actually gone through it themselves and have experienced the results. So that's a personal testament to the uh, to the clinic, the doctor, and uh, back to the local clinic there. How did they happen to be located in Fargo? I guess that would be a question. Oh, and that's a that's actually a great question, and I'm uh, I'm really really uh, glad you asked. And I actually was gonna ask if I could if I could just say this because this this actually means quite a bit to me because it's kind of an unsung hero. Well, he is an unsung hero, and. Uh, I just wanted to say that how lucky so many of us are that, be, that being myself, the city of Fargo and the surrounding area, and even the state of North Dakota as a whole, to have Gary Theraldson connected to all of this. Most incredibly, most of us know him as an incredibly su successful hospitality and ethanol mogul. However, I know personally beyond that, he is so much more than that. Gary is the most kind, caring, and compassionate man I've ever met in my entire life. He just, all, he just happens to also be the sole reason that this world-class, state-of-the-art HBOT facility not only exists, but exists right here in Fargo. And wow. he, he, he is, and he doesn't ask for nothing in return. He doesn't, he doesn't want none of the, fame and the glory but i kind of it's it's hard for me. 
he's helped me on a, I mean, he's, he's, he's just, he's a very, very, very kind man. And he t talks to me on a personal level and, and he's just, and what he's done for this, the area is absolutely, I mean, I don't even think it's, it's immeasurable. So was yeah. he kind of a sponsor basically? Of he went out, he actually got, it was his idea to bring it to Fargo. He'd, he'd seen a incident i believe this is okay this is what i believe to have happened i'm 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 i might correct i mean he'll correct me if i'm wrong but he had uh come across a a man who at one point had been had a brain injury and he was in really rough shape couldn't talk couldn't walk and anyway he was at i believe it was a hockey game and he saw this gentleman and like the guy was talking i mean and walking and he's like what on earth I mean, how, you know, and, and they had said it was hyperbaric oxygen therapy and he went out and he found Daphne Denim. I mean, he, I mean, he picked out, it's like grabbing Michael Jordan and just plucking him out and, and asking him to start a basketball team here. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, uh, I mean, pretty highly had, recommended then. Absolutely. He did his research. I mean, he's no dummy. He, I mean, he's the reason it's here, and I don't know how many people know that, but uh, because I owe a lot to him, if I'm if I'm if I'm being on a personal level, I uh, I was in really 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 rough shape, and uh, because of him, I mean, I have a whole new lease on life, and uh, that you I can't even put into words, really. It's, it's, well, it's certainly a, an endorsement of the type of uh, outlook and philosophy that the clinic has it sounds like they're really into their their practice and not just doing it to uh, collect collect the money it sounds like they're doing it on a personal level almost I mean it's not about the money there at all and not to say you I mean not endorsing not paying but I'm just saying that that like they really care they care enough to where they'll help you They'll, and if they can't, they, they'll do their best to find a way. That's for sure. Well, Bradley, do you have any uh, more questions or anything that you might want to ask? Or did we, we covered a lot of information, folks, in this. And it's a lot of good information. And Tyler has been kind enough to provide a lot of information that I did not know, I was not aware of. And I'm sure many of the listeners are in a position where they're finding out they're being educated as well on this whole oxygen, uh, hyperbaric well, oxygen I, therapy. I apologize. Sometimes I am hard to follow, so I just wanted to. Well, that's okay. You did a fantastic job. You were an excellent guest today, and we might yes. even uh, might even ask gracious <laughs> enough to come on in a future episode as well. Absolutely. So, and I also, and I also would like to have you um, do me a favor. Um, email me after the show. The doctor's name and telephone number and email so I can contact you personally. So I'd like to be able to talk to her. Absolutely. I don't and I don't know what their what this COVID stuff has what this COVID stuff has done. I don't know if they're even treating people with the with the way the COVID is and and stuff like that, how that works. But I definitely will put you in contact for sure. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, well, thank you, Brad, for having us, and Tyler for coming on, and also a special mention to the for the uh, Clinic of Hyperbaric Chamber in Fargo. That sounds like a healing with hyperbarics. 
Healing with hyperbarics. Uh, forgive me on that. But that sounds like a unique opportunity for a lot of people to get in and possibly get some help and some therapy and some healing, uh, both either out of pocket or with insurance either way. And, and in, in a lot of cases, a little out of pocket uh, money does go a long way as far as uh, some of the off-label treatments. And I know. Your... Uh, and on that, on that quickly, um, if you wanted me to throw out a get, an, an average, maybe a guess, I would think that a person could treat for 40 hours or, or a an, an entire treatment cycle is, I mean, well under, or between eight and 10 grand. Oh, sure. For, you know, which, okay, which right. For a lot of money, but, but in the grand scheme of things, 10 grand is nothing compared to what, what, what you can get back. I mean, yeah, it's the, not even. Yeah, the return on investment sounds like it would be something that would be quite high. And uh, obviously, if you weren't experiencing results, you wouldn't spend the whole seven grand. Yeah, absolutely. Know, independent thing, absolutely. on the individual could try yeah. it, see yeah. how it works out for them, and then take it from there. So, But I definitely, like, depending on your, on your issue, you know, it might take a little more than, you know, everybody is different. That's a thing. And, and I just would urge people not if if they were treating for with with hyperbaric oxygen therapy to not ever get discouraged and to just you know keep a good keep a don't get negative you know and just keep a positive attitude and it'll i mean i just i'm still blown away that it even worked for me so sounds like you do have to come in with a positive attitude with anything really if you want to see results so if you go in all negative and crabby i mean you're probably yeah. going to experience and the same yeah. results so yeah i was more I hopeful than anything but yeah energy in energy out so yeah these deals either yeah these deals do the effects uh, uh, the positive effects of it to this day yes and it, it's been it's been oh my god it's been I'm not even gonna, I mean, maybe a year, but the thing is, is that they do recommend, I mean, having, having like a, a treatment, you know, like a kind of like almost like a booster, Sure. you know, to just, that helps. So every but, once but in a while, is, go in and do The thing a is about uh, effects, you feel them, like, I mean, it's just like a night and day difference, right? And then after a while, you get used to it. And it, for me, anyway, I kind of forget oh, sure. what, it, what it was like to be the old way. It doesn't take me long to forget. So oh, sure. just from what my wife says is that she sees like, oh, yeah, it's not like I, in, I, I improved and then digressed, you know? No, and certainly people around you would be able to with some of these treatments. That's kind of the uh, only way you methods. can tell. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. In some of those, you don't have any other way of, of really justifying it for sure. I mean, you might, you might think that, man, I, I am much better, but it also helps to bolster that confidence if you have somebody who actually does see the results of the. And that's, and that's what matters most to me is, is like what my wife and my kids see. And, and I mean, you know, numbers on a piece of paper, you know, are pretty irrelevant to me as long as, you know, I'm going in the right direction and improving. I don't, uh, it, that's, that's all I, all I care about. And I mean, it, well, and to be clear, to be, uh, to clarify once again, you were, you did the 
hyperbaric treatment for it was PTSD then? Is that no, the, it was originally traumatic brain injury. Traumatic brain injury. Yeah. And then, uh, but I mean, it helped my PTSD too. Like it, I mean, I can't really, like, my. it helped everything. Like I literally, I went from being stuck on a couch, strung out on, on pain meds for 10 years to waking up at four in the morning and going to work. With a oh, smile my on word. oh my word. So Yeah, that is a, that is a paradox for sure. And now I can get up to, like, another weird thing is now I get up, can get up to an alarm on my own before oh I my. never can. Well, that's definitely an improvement in the, in the life uh, of what you're experiencing now. Bradley, do you have any follow-up, any follow-up questions or? No, no I'm just glad, I'm just glad uh, that you were, we were able to have this conversation and it was very informative and interesting. Yeah, it's a yeah, very interesting but, yeah. topic for many of us. Mm -hmm. Well, sure. Tyler, do you have any parting comments? I mean, you did a good job on uh, explaining everything, in, unless you want to. Best I could anyway. No, I just want to, again, I, I, I'd like to thank thank just Dr. Daphne Dem and Dr. Robert Bathurst for, you know, taking such good care of me. All the hyperbaric technicians that took such very good care of me and 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 obviously uh gary Theraldson for making it all possible bringing the clinic in sure yeah well thank you for that well bradley uh do you want to go ahead and sign it off it's been another episode of even with a disability no big deal thanks guys thanks brad thanks for having us thanks tyler yeah well, we hope you learned something today. If you would like to speak to a with a ramp expert, please call Roller Ramp to chat with Greg, Kathy, or Jennifer. We do not charge for for evaluations. Typically, all we need are measurements and a couple of photos of the area where you need a ramp, and, and we can make a recommendation based on your individual needs. For, for more information, please contact Roll Ramp at 1-866-883-4722 or the North Dakota local number is 1-701-277-9400. And you can contact me, Brad Gabrielson, at area code 1701-252-8560, or my email address is bgmarborough at gmail.com. Thank you, and you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living with a Disability, No Big Deal, sponsored by Rollaramp. This podcast features Brad Gabrielson, who encourages everyone with a disability to live life to the fullest. Rolleramp is a global company based in North Dakota, dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. Special thanks to Dopey T for his original music. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal.